You're listening to Jake Zape with Preaching the Sword of the Spirit. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text for today comes from the second chapter of the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, verses 1 through to 7. And it came to pass in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus to register all the inhabited world. This registration first happened while Cyrenius was governing, and all went to be registered, each one to his own city. And Joseph went up from Galilee from the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, the one betrothed to him, who was with child. And it came to pass that while they were there, the days of her pregnancy were complete. And she bore her son, her firstborn, and she swaddled him and laid him in the manger, for there was no place in the inn. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. What do you expect to see when you think of a king? Generally, you think of things like a crown of jewels, a throne, a scepter, a palace, servants, an army, etc., You wouldn't expect the king to be poor or without a place to sleep. You don't think of a king being weak and helpless. And yet at Christmas, that is exactly what we find. Here in Bethlehem, a small country town on the outskirts of the Roman Empire, there is an inn. This inn isn't like our modern day motels. It was a single room structure, similar to a hall. Groups of travellers would be packed into a single room where they would have to find a spot on the ground to sleep. On this particular night, the inn was packed to capacity and there was no room for anyone else. So, the pregnant Mary and her fiancé Joseph had to go and sleep with the animals in the stable. And this stable, as we call it, was nothing like the stables of today. This was a cave with a fence to stop the animals from getting away. This stable was more like a holding pen that housed the animals of the travellers, the camels and the donkeys. And on this particular night, the pen itself would have been packed full, for these animals belonged to those travellers who were packed in the inn. And as Mary and Joseph attempted to spend the night in the stable, they needed to be careful that they didn't get stepped on or squashed by some of the animals. And this was an uncomfortable experience. The stench of the animals would have been enough. But as I said before, this so-called stable was built into a cave. The ground would have been rocky and hard. Joseph was probably lucky to find a bit of hay to use as a bed for Mary. And you can imagine that the animals wouldn't have been very happy to have someone lying on top of their food all night. And then, in the middle of this experience, Mary gives birth to a baby, and she wraps him up and lays him in a manger. And this wasn't a nice wooden box that we often think of. This was a long stone feeding trough. Mary puts the baby in this feeding trough, just so that he could have somewhere safe to sleep. And this baby, who was born in the most humbling of circumstances, was Jesus Christ, who was born not only King of the Jews, but King of all creation. Here... In the manger lay the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, with no crown and no throne, no palace, no servants and no army. Here lay the Saviour of the world, 
the promised Messiah, in a way that no one expected. The Jews expected the Messiah to be some great warrior king, who was born and raised in luxury, who would grow up and conquer the Romans, who would lead an army of Jews to victory over the entire earth. But instead, what they got was a baby lying in a feeding trough, in an animal holding pen in a small country town on the outskirts of the empire, born to a poor engaged couple and surrounded by smelly lower class animals. And this baby didn't grow up to sit on a throne. He didn't grow up to have a crown of jewels placed on his head. Instead, 33 years later, this baby was the man who was nailed to the cross with a crown of thorns placed on his head. And he didn't lead an army of Jews against the Romans. Instead, he was arrested by the Jews and executed by the Romans. He didn't have an army or servants. Instead, he was betrayed by one of his closest friends, denied by another as the rest deserted him and left him to die. The child that had been wrapped in swaddling cloth and laid in the manger grew up to be the man who was wrapped in burial cloth and laid in the tomb. And then he did something else that no one expected. Three days later, he rose again from the dead. And he did all of this to save you. Jesus was born so that he could die so that you could live for eternity. He was made poor so that you could be made rich with heavenly treasures. He took on flesh so that he could sacrifice that flesh on the cross so that your body will be raised from the dead. Jesus came into this world to suffer on the cross so that you do not need to suffer the punishment for your sins. We expected the Saviour to save us from the devil in some amazing battle. But instead, Jesus saved us from sin, death and the devil by laying down his life. By his death, he has defeated death. This child was born poor, weak and helpless. And he grew up and he died poor, weak and helpless. And in this unexpected way he makes us rich. He gives us strength and he saves us from all our sins. He was born and died so that even though we may die, we may be born again to live with him in everlasting life. Amen. And may the blessing of the King of kings and Lord of lords be with you. Amen.